Hello, I'm Rupert Bell, and thanks for tuning in to my weekly Racing UK radio podcast. Coming up, I'll be looking back on a terrific night at Maidan on Super Thursday, which promises much for the British Challenge at the Dubai World Cup meeting. But first, on the domestic front, this is always a strange time just over a week ahead of the festival at Cheltenham. The big guns have had their prep races and trainers and connections are now hoping for a smooth run-in. Well, sadly, for a couple of the likely heavy hitters, this has not been the case. It is hugely disappointing that Diamond Harry won't be in the Gold Cup as well as Riverside Theatre in the Ryanair chase. The Gold Cup needed another young pretender along with Long Run because, as the market shows, it seems to be a four-horse race. Now, however much it pains me to say, I think it just might be a two-horse race between Nicky Henderson's King George winner and Imperial Commander. Although Corto Star and Denman's team are talking the talk, age may finally be catching up with a pair of chasing greats. And of the rest, it's hard to get excited about them. At this stage, I'm going to still side with Imperial Commander, believing, as so many that Cheltenham brings out the best in him. On the champion hurdle front, Peddler's Cross supporters will have been delighted with the news Jason Maguire now has been cleared to ride Donald McCain's exciting hurdler. This is the race quite justifiably creating the biggest pre-Cheltenham buzz. Chatting to a number of people, the talking horse, though, of this star-studded renewal is Menorah. But I'm still sticking to my belief that Peddler's Cross is the one. But enough of Cheltenham. A quick note on the Grand National, as last weekend there were a number of significant trials races. Newbury, where I was, saw Niche Market and Big Fella Thanks put in decent efforts, and the latter's jockey, Graham Lee, was delighted with his running on fourth. Jump really good, and that run will now leave him where you want him. First, as you said, I heard you saying he jumped impeccably throughout, didn't he? Yeah, jumped great. Um, made a mistake at the last, but he's just getting tired on me, because the race on that ground was running at a very generous pace. Um, but that run will leave him now. Perfect. So as a national potential, this, this is looking a serious challenge. Well, yeah, I wouldn't swap him. Put it that way. But there must be huge question marks about Big Fella Thanks. Comments made to me on Twitter suggested that his stamina is a huge doubt. But with the 16 to 1 generally on offer at the moment, I think he represents pretty good each way value. Now to Dubai and some terrific performances ahead of the World Cup night. From a personal point of view, it was a real thrill to see my brother's Wigmore Hall storm home to beat Poet's Voice and Prezis, but the classiest effort was without doubt that of twice overs. After last year's slightly disappointing run in the World Cup, Henry Cecil changed his build-up to the race this year by sending him out early to Dubai to get a prep run into him. And this change was entirely vindicated. And Racing UK's Tom Queeley, despite an unfavourable draw, produced him to come home in very convincing fashion. Queeley was delighted with the effort. He's been very, very good, but he was also feeling very good before he ran the World Cup last year. So, I mean, we weren't being over bullish in the way we were doing things, but he was quite impressive there, and he has been impressive in the mornings. But, I mean, I, I like the way he quickened and he, and he ran straight, put his head down, did everything right. I mean, that draw I was able to slip in and... It didn't go overly quick and I just started to ease out and creep closer. I mean, it gave him half a breather because it was his first run for however many days. So he had his breather and he, and he quickened well when I asked him to. But the thing is, he showed his class. And obviously, do you feel, though, World Cup night is going to have to be even better, that there's plenty to work with? We've, we've got a little bit. You know, there is, of course, there's improvement. You know, it's his first run for a while. So, look, I think we can improve maybe another little bit. But, you know, it's... As a prep run, we're, we're delighted with the way things went tonight. As you alluded to, that draw, you weren't dealt the greatest of hands. No, 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 no. So I had to I had to take back. And it was probably two lengths further back than I wanted to be. But I'd rather get in than, than, than be pushed out. But, you know, I did I did angle out a little bit in the straight. But, I mean, 
That's only one turn, so not, not for them, you know. I imagine you're looking forward to March the 26th now. Yeah, you know, touch Woody stays in one piece, and it'd be nice if you did that again, wouldn't it? You wouldn't mind winning the world's no. richest race, would you? No, I suppose I wouldn't. <laughs> but now we can forget Dubai and just concentrate on the festival. And this is the week we all start to get the form books out in earnest. For me, Sandown is my next port of call at the weekend, but make sure you keep watching Racing UK in the next few days for all the very latest news in the build-up into Jump Racing's greatest four days. Enjoy your week.